Yes, yes, you know what it is, man. It's your boy DJ Infamous. Talk to me and my partner. It's the Wolf of Weed Street, baby. Oh, smooth. <laughs> the Wolf of Weed Street. What's up, Fuck baby? This me, is man. um episode one of Smoke With Me Podcast. You know what I'm saying? Um, before we go any further, Haas, you know Haas. My bad. I gotta I gotta stop calling you by your government name. By yep, your name. Let's go. Okay. Do Get we, into it. Do we start all over or do we just keep going? Do we just keep going? <laughs> Dre want to get in this motherfucker so Oh, yeah, just pick up. Uh, uh, extra loud. Yeah, because you can just edit it. Like, nigga. Nigga, give me some, give me some, uh, hands, give me some right. hand signals, nigga, or something like. I'll be like, you need to do it over. I'll be like, do it over. Hey, man, if I ever pull my hamstring, man, you in here, baby. <laughs> right. Hey. But nah, yo, this is episode one of Smoke With Me Podcast, man. So, you know, we here now. It's been a long time coming. Yes, yeah, we, 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 we've been working at this for a minute. For how long? It's been a minute, man. You know, we manifested it, and we're here. And um, man, too damn you know, long. I'm ready, man. You ready, Billy D? Okay, cool. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but for real talk, I feel like before every show, man, what we should do is, um, you know, the, the podcast is called Smoke with Me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, we thought of the name because you know I do my spill. You know what it is, DJ Infamous. Talk to me. But nah, we in cannabis. We in the culture, and that's what we're gonna be talking about on this show. Uh, for everybody listening, watching. We're gonna be talking about cannabis and of course culture and hip hop, music, you know what I'm saying, stuff like that. So the intersection of cannabis and culture and, yeah. and besides just talking about that, we wanna really give, you know, uh the listeners um education and and, and and some cheat codes on really how to, you know, enter the cannabis industry and um, that. you know, um take advantage of uh what's going on right now. Um, you know, it, it's uh one of the benefits of the show is, you know, you will be able to get some real insight on, um, you know, you know, our experience in the cannabis industry and, you know, ways to, uh, you know, take advantage of uh, what's going out there and um, be able to participate. <laughs> there we go, baby. So, All right. Okay. That's good. After Let's that get speech, it. you know what I'm saying? But now, I ain't yo, on my soapbox yet. I'm going to get on a little nah, bit later. That's all good. But, you know, before we go any further... Smoke with me. Smoke with your boy, man. What are we smoking, yo? What is this? Smoking on that Birkin tonight. So we got Birkin? Smoking on that Birkin tonight. Tell me about that Birkin real quick. Birkin was a, a organic little project we did with Quavo, man. Shout out Quavo. Shout mm. out Migo. Shout out. Shout out to Quavo. Over there. Quavo, I see you, boy. Cat, Rail, everybody over there. Um, nice. Yeah, man, that was a project we did with Quavo. Caught up some steam and uh, it's doing really good out there right now. Um, Where can I get the Quavo at? I mean, the Birkin at? Birkin is available. We got, uh, we're about 60 different accounts right now in California. Mm. Um, about five, six, seven different cookies locations. Nice. So um, you can find it all over California, Northern and Southern California. Right. We got you coming up next with that pink pineapple. Believe that. Hand claps. <laughs> Gotta get some head claps for that. You know what I'm saying? But now nah, that's what's up, man. You know, shout out to the whole brand, Winter Circle Genetics. And also, big shout out to Hardeen. Listen, if you were in Las Vegas, as soon as you get to Las Vegas, don't even go to the hotel. Don't even unpack your bags. Just land, right? Go yep. straight to Hardeen. You can see me right here. Go to straight to get Hardeen. Get in the Uber. Dispense, do whatever you got to do. Whatever you got to do. Get straight to Hardeen. Go to the headquarters. Ask for the infamous, the infamous, um, infamous pack. They'll know what that is. Remember the, remember the infamous pack? That's an edible. Yeah. That's a vape pen. Right. Some good flour. Hybrid, sativa, and indica. Okay. And then what was the other one? Do you remember the other one? 
the the one I um the one He's I had taking a fo- them damn shots, man. The one I had little... a photo shoot at, and I drunk I drunk a whole yeah, the, the, them little sips. That's <laughs> yeah. what it was, them sips. I, I drunk a whole shout a... out sips, man. I like shout the out sips. the sips. Was I it like a, those. It was what a hundred milligrams. Yeah, man, I, I remember that. That shit put you out. So look, everybody that lands in Las Vegas, go straight to Hardeen, ask for the infamous pack, everything we just discussed, just talked about. Let me tell y'all about this sip. So I'm doing a photo shoot, <laughs> and, you know, I'm smoking, of course. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, my partner right here, the Wolf of Weed Street, he's always talking about how he, you know, I don't have no tolerance when it comes to smoking and all that stuff, right? So, you know, he, he's doing it in front of people. So I feel like, you know what? Forget that. You know, you ain't about to just... Had me out here looking like I can't handle Should my team. I call THC. y'all like, like that, man. You know, you did. No, that day you did call me out like that. So, what I didn't do is I didn't read the bottle. <laughs> I thought it was ten milligrams on the bottle, but it was a hundred. So I'm doing a photo shoot and I drink the whole bottle, trying to show, trying to show out in front of them, my my peoples. And then about 20, 30 minutes in to the photo shoot, yeah, you was punished, man. I was through. I remember that. I was stuck. Yeah, he was we had to cancel the whole stadium. thing. We had to cancel the whole thing. Yeah, that shit. I went home. Yeah, you learned your lesson right off, after off that. Edibles, man. I went home right after that. Edibles and the flowers—a whole different, different ball game, man. You know, um, what you, what you like, what you prefer? I mean, I like to start my day off with flower. You know, um, edibles are, are so strong that you know sometimes you can't get accomplished what you want to get accomplished. So, can you get accomplished what you want to accomplish on edibles? Definitely. Definitely. From beginning, from in the morning. I mean, it matters how much I'm taking. Like, you know, if it's, you know, 20 milligrams, you know, 50 milligrams or something like that, I'll be okay. Right, okay, cool. I mean, well, I'm, I'm going to test you on that a little later on. Let's see what, right, see what you get to it. But now, um, this is the Smoke With Me podcast. The basis of the show is, you know, uh, we're both in cannabis, you know what I'm saying, heavy, you know, um, and we also like to talk about, you know, what's going on in the culture. You know what I'm saying? We like to mix cannabis and culture. They go hand in hand so well that I felt like it was great for us to build a platform to talk about both. You know what I'm saying? There's so many people in hip-hop and music, um, just in entertainment period, that are a part of the cannabis culture. You know what I'm saying? So I felt like, well, no, we felt like it was better to you know shed some light on that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think that um, with your connection to you know the, the industry and... Um so many artists and being here in Atlanta and, and you know, Atlanta being the, the, the center of culture right now. Facts. It gives us a, a definitely advantage, um, you know, being the heartbeat of, of what's going on right now, living here in Atlanta and also being in the cannabis industry. Right. And also, you know, for the name Smoke With Me, it adds that, you know, that camaraderie of togetherness, you know what I'm saying? Smoke with your boy, you know what I'm saying? I feel like a lot of, if a lot of more people <laughs> would smoke, with each other as far as like, you know, it'd be like a lot less bull, like a lot less BS going on in the world. You know what I'm saying? It'd be so much going on and like simple conversations can solve beefs, uh, misunderstandings or a simple smoke session. Like I've, I've had the most coolest conversations with people while smoking. I mean, to be honest, is uh, I think the flower opens up a lot of uh, doors and, you know, um, you, you have conversations with people that normally you wouldn't even have. You know, uh, and you have that one thing in common of smoking weed. And, um, you know, you, you might see somebody and normally they wouldn't even speak to you. But, right. you know, if you had a joint in your hand, it, you know, it's a smile on their face and a conversation starts. So smile I, I on think everybody uh, face. <laughs> I, I think it uh, it opens the doors to, uh, you know, you know, vibing with people who normally 
might not even uh you know start up a conversation with you. I feel like um more stoners are more open to that, like what you just said. For sure, for sure. Rather than you know the average smoker, what you think? Well, let me ask you a question, man. So you're talking about stoners. What's that? What's the difference to you between a stoner and a weed smoker? Do you consider yourself a stoner or a weed smoker? I mean, you'll probably disagree with me, but I feel like I feel like I am a stoner. I'm gonna tell you why. Um, I wake up in the morning. I smoke. First smoke of the day. Smoke first smoke of the day. I roll a joint, which is one of the best smokes. Period of of the whole day is the Facts. first smoke of the day. First smoke of the day is always it gets me focused for the day. I'm alert. I'm ready to rock. I got. Um, I'm at ease. So that way, if any business or anything or anything negative or BS comes my way, I'm kind of not really entertaining it as much as I would if I was just not smoking. You know what I'm saying? Um, I mean, I, I'll, I'll tell you like this: I smoke. On an average day in the morning, afternoon, and evening time, most definitely. Preferably when I get off the radio. You know what I'm saying? And in between, um, I'm still high in between from, you know, those things. On the weekends, it's a little different. On the weekends, I kind of go, you know, you know, joint for joint, just keep it rolling all day as, you know, as much as possible. Yeah, when you're in party, chilling, doing your thing. So, I mean, so am I considered a smoker or a stoner? I mean, I, I I got a I got a different definition of of a stoner. You know what I mean? Like I feel like it, it's certain things that stoners do that the normal like weed smoker don't doesn't do. You know, like a like a All stoner's right. gonna a stoner is gonna roll one joint before we get ready to eat. Have another joint roll. All smokers do that. We have to get ready to eat. Hold on, you, hold on, say that again. I'm a, I'm gonna roll two joints. One for when I'm get before I eat. And then when I'm done eating, I'm gonna have another one ready to go. Right, smokers. I mean, yeah, that's stoners, right? I mean, yeah, that's that's a real stoner. Okay, what about if you in the club? Are, are are you? Okay, let me ask you this: If you're a stoner, right? Are you? Is your joints rolled up before you get to the club, or are you rolling them while you're there? I'm definitely coming to the to the club with with my shit already rolled up. I'm, I'm gonna roll about you know five six fat bats already ready to go. I'm not gonna be in the club trying to roll up no joints. I do both. Not what I'm gonna do. I do both. <laughs> a little bit of both. I mean, sometimes I forget to roll my shit before I go. And sometimes when I'm in the club, it actually helps me with my DJing. You know why? Because I'm thinking of other records to play while I'm rolling. Okay. And I mean, some people have people roll for them. I like to roll my own joints, preferably. You know what I'm saying? Well, I roll my own. Yeah, and it gets me thinking about what uh what what direction I want to go. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes it may be that one record where you just don't cut off immediately. Right, and you could go ahead and be like, while I'm rolling this joint real quick, you know what? Let me go to this direction. Let me go west coast. Let me go east coast. Let me play this. Let me play that. You know what I'm saying? And then catch we just, that vibe of the crowd real fast. Catch that vibe. You feel me? So let me ask you this. Let me ask. So since you're a stone, would you, would you say you're more of a stoner than I am? I mean, you know the answer to that question. I want to know. <laughs> they don't know that though. I'm definitely way more of a stoner. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm trying to, you know. Cross you all the way over to that stoner life, and you know, put you through the stoner Olympics, and you know, get you with your cush ups, and, and get you get you together, man. Okay, you do, know, do stoners? Do a stoner st- smokes before he goes to the gym. Right. I can't do that. You're you're a heavy weed. Nah, it's not, it's not that. I just can't do it. Like, 
I will be I'll be I will be in there high as a motherfucker trying to lift some weights and trying to do cardio and running. That's just something I can't I could do everything else though. That's something I can't do. I mean it's different for me. Like I smoke and it, it makes me get focused. So, you know, I think that the the plan affects everybody's body different, you know? So you smoking and then getting on the treadmill and doing all that shit. For sure. That's what you're doing. For sure. That's stoner stuff. Okay, I'm not I ain't got that in me. I don't have that in me. Pause. Understand <laughs> before somebody be like, yo, yo, if what you got in you, you know? <laughs> pause that right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm, de- I'm definitely smoking before I go to the gym, hit my cardio for sure. What you smoking, bro? I mean, we smoking uh, whatever we got in the lineup that day. That's what that's what Birkin, we're doing. PB&J, Pink Pineapple, 1942, you know, Top Geezer, whatever we got, whatever we got in the joint that nice, day. Nice, nice. Now, a little background. You know what I'm saying? For those who don't know, uh, I go by the name of DJ Infants. I said that before. Um, tour DJ for Ludacris. You know what I'm saying? On the radio in uh, Atlanta at V103. And, you know, for those who don't know, I mean, we all, I'm, I'm in that space. So, you know, just to, you know, this is episode one. I just want to put that out there. Just let people know the background. Yeah, for and, sure. And for those who are watching, we have Mr. Winter Circle Genetics on the face. <laughs> Of the Wolf of Wall Street, the Wall Street, the Wolf of Weed Street, Wolf of Weed Street, man. Here you go, episode one. Talk about it, man. You know this is episode that, one. It's big. This is big for you. I mean, uh, you know, we're humble over here, man. We let we like to let our let our work speak for itself. But um, we definitely been blessed, man. We we got some good traction going right now. Uh, we dropped PB and J, uh, Birkin, nineteen forty two. You know, you coming next with the Pink Pineapple. Um, you know, we've. Uh, you know, we've uh, spent a lot of time, you know, developing our genetics and mm-hmm. trademarking things and protecting our IP. Um, these are things that we're going to talk about on, on, you know, further further shows of just how to, you know, monetize what you have going on in the cannabis industry. And Throw some claps for that. I need to step it up there. Nah, I, I no, ain't get enough claps, nah, man. You, it's only like my nah, second I'm clap. Saying, that was like the right... Perfect time for the class, okay. you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't want to cut you be like off. the Wimbledon. I but I ain't want to cut you off, going, man. I'm, I'm getting, like, one clap every five minutes. Nah, I, I just wanted to step I, it up. I just wanted to make sure when, you know, it was, a, it was a nice open pocket for the claps. You know, that okay. that was the point right there. That was good timing. Yeah, you feel me? You know what I'm saying? Nah, because, you know, I think, like, people, some people need to know, one, you are, um, you know, you're African, African-American entrepreneur in cannabis. So I feel like, you know, we need to show that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's, um... We're misrepresented in the space for sure. Yeah, and it's it's, it's a small percentage of us mm-hmm. in that space. Yeah. So whenever we have an opportunity to, uh, you know, shed light on African American uh, in this uh, cannabis space, I think we should celebrate it and shed light on it. You know what I'm saying? I think I think it's important. I think that um, you know, we need to know that you know we can um, enter the cannabis industry and we can you know participate in in what's going on. And, um, you know, those are uh, some of the uh, topics we'll speak on later in other episodes. But, um, you know. Because uh, it's not easy to get in. It's not. It's like not it's, easy to get it's, in. It's not like a, it's something that you could just say, okay, tomorrow I want to be uh, legal in sell- selling cannabis and having products and having these companies and all that stuff. So No, like, it doesn't. It, it takes a lot of steps. It takes, you know, uh, branding, you know, bu- building brand awareness and all things we will talk about on the show, how to build a cannabis brand. Right. How to uh, you know create demand so that you can you know have market presence, but um, you know to answer your question, no, it's not easy. Um, yeah, I mean, so like tell tell the people like like okay, not going too far in depth because you know I want to save those for epi- other episodes, but like 
to even just get your foot in the door, what is something that somebody that's watching that says, hey, I see what's going on in these different states. I see what's going on as far as uh, cannabis being legal. Um, like, what's the like? What's a step that you can tell them to, or some advice that you can say? Hey, if you're trying to get in this space, what's a you know something that they should do? First thing I would do is kind of just do some research on what the laws are in your, um, you know, where where you're living at or where you're trying to operate at. Right. That's the first thing I would do is kind of just kind of see what's going on with with the laws and and, and figure out what you can do. Um, second, you know, I would um. You know, it's a difficult industry. You know, maybe I'd start off, you know, trying to, um, you know, work at, at another facility or, or work for a brand just to see if it's something you really like. Right. And if it is something you like and you really want to do, um, I think one of the keys is having intellectual property. Um, I think that's really what gives you a competitive advantage. And, um, you know, I, I think that's what you need to kind of focus on and, and work on and, and try to develop as a, as a company or a, a developing brand is, having some intellectual property and something that kind of separates you from everybody else. And that's why he's the wolf. Because <laughs> <laughs> one, he just broke that down in the most Billy D. Williams acts. Man, you're killing me with that shit, bro. That, that's how you sound. Because yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, yo, it's your boy DJ Infamous. And he'd be like, it's the wolf of Weed Street. Hey, man, you're on the radio. I'm the wolf. <laughs> <laughs> Pause. <laughs> Yo, nah, but now real talk, that, that's something that people need to know, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, for those watching, he is the, uh, what, why should I describe you? I mean, I'm one of the founders of, of Winter Circle Genetics. I got, you know, a couple other no, business No, we know partners. that. We're talking about, like, what, what, what can I say to describe your knowledge on the cannabis industry, business? What's something I can... I mean, I can't, I'm a cannabis connoisseur. I'm a cannabis entre entrepreneur. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm, 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 um, you know, invested in the space. I've, you know, got, you know, friends who, uh, unfortunately, who have, um, you know, um, been a victim of these, you know, laws that have changed now that they're still yeah, in jail man. for. I mean, yeah, the story crazy. goes on and on. I mean, I think that, um, you know, um, you know, African-American communities and Latin communities have been affected the most by, um, you know, these uh, the weed laws. Right. And um, we're... Um, not really represented in the industry so i think that's gonna st start slowly changing you know what i'm saying like i, yeah. I feel like um as we that's keep, what we're here for yeah as we keep giving more uh, awareness to it you know what i'm saying you know um i think over time that'll eventually change you know what i'm saying i mean because there's a lot going on and i feel like uh you know the more of us that come together to bring awareness to it that would be you know it'll be on and popping I mean, you see a lot of celebrities. Yeah, I mean, you see a lot of celebrities now entering the space. Yeah, you know, what I mean, I mean, the list goes on and on. You know, Travis Scott, um, you know, Lil Wayne. I mean, like I said, the list goes on and on. Drake had a deal with the Canadian company for a while, so right. you know, um, Jay Z has a whole company, Monogram. Okay, so let me ask you a question. Since we talked, since you spoke in that, do you think that? Okay. do you, I had a question about this because you know how you see like you see Wiz Khalifa with his his movement his brand you know what Khalifa about. Kush, yeah, yeah. Uh, Snoop Dogg uh, Red Man Method Man uh, Two Chains like cast that you see heavy in the cannabis space. Mm -hmm. Now, do you feel like for the consumers, does it matter who who's actually selling the product as far as like who's pushing that brand that's an entertainer? Like okay, like if I if I felt like I, lo I love Snoop right. 
So anything that Snoop does in cannabis, I'm a believer. It has to be good. That's because everybody, you know, because Snoop, it's, you know, every celebrity or you know, every you know, ambassador, whoever you, you know, um, in every situation, they have their their crowd and they're following. Right. So kind of like you know, you, you get a you know, but do you that's feel the benefit of of some of those celebrity brands. But do you feel like some of the celebrity brands? It's like it's not like it's like it's not. Um, they don't all work, man. If that's what you know. They, yeah, they you know don't what I'm all saying. Work. Like just because this person selling it is like, oh, that means the the strand or the. Uh, they don't. They don't all work. I mean, you know. And, right. And the proof is in the numbers. You know, some of them haven't succeeded. Um, but every situation is different. Fact. You know, I think you know when it's a real organic situation and you got the product correct and you have uh, you know, the packaging correct and you know there's a buzz then you know. Things can happen. All right, so let me ask you. And I'm asking him these questions because, you know, he's my partner and co-host of this show. But it's certain things about <clears throat> about the game. You got me that, trying to give up all the sauce, man. Hold nah, on, nah, man. nah, 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 nah. Give up all the sauce. Nah, 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 not that. It's just, you know, I, I feel like certain things need to be said. Yeah. And I don't have no problem saying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I've been in this game, shoot, 20-some years. I feel real comfortable in this space. Um, you know, you my brother, so... I feel most comfortable talking to you on this. For those who don't know, we have we, me and him has been family for years. Um, almost every Thanksgiving, we have these yeah. episodes where he wants <laughs> to create his own winter circle chocolate. <laughs> yeah, we got. Um, and uh, we'll talk about that on another show. Though. We'll talk about that on another show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't want to get out of yet. I don't, don't want to say nothing about that yet. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? We smoke some of this. What, what we smoking again? Smoking that Birkin, man. It's the Birkin. I like that right there. You be rolling these baseball bats. Yeah, man, a little light work. My birthday party was it 2018? I think it was was it 18. I think. Yeah, we was at at, uh, Two Club at uh, Escobar. Escobar. And you came through with these baseball bats for my birthday. Seven gram. And knocked everybody out. Everybody in the section was knocked out off these. Baseball I'm bat like five joints. Oh. How much? How much? Zip and a half, seven grams in each joint. Seven grams in each it's joint. It's a raw paper impadora, so I mean it's like this big. Seven grams in each one. Vibe Papers has one now. The Cubano that fits the seven. Yeah. Shout out Vibe Papers. Shout the Vibe Papers. Yep. They, um, mm-hmm. The Cubano is the one that they do now. Yep. We do that on the next B day. Roll you can, up you some you, Cubanos. And you came through swinging with the bats. Your boy um, Two Chains didn't even give it back. <laughs> he sure did. Shit, I'm like, damn, you got to. Yeah, he, he well, yeah. Once he got, once he got it, his show didn't come back the other way. Paul never came back around. But it's all good. That's how you know the, it was the, the quality was there. Yeah, he didn't try to just pass that thing off like. <laughs> nah, nah, it nah, was nah. that thing. Yeah, you know what's crazy? I was in um, when I went to see Master P when he came to Atlanta, the whole No Limit tour. Yeah. So I had some peanut butter and jelly, and I had like. Maybe seven joints rolled up just because I didn't feel like rolling. You know, it's a concert. And so the, the concert was so dope, bro, that like, and people, and I'm smoking so good that people around me like kind of feeling. <laughs> now, I know that concert was like a 30 and older concert. You know what I'm saying? They think it was cracking. You'd have felt like it was like, it was cracking like that. Yeah, it Sold out. Yo, till people started asking me, like, so you know, we in COVID. Yeah. So just imagine a, 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 grown, a grown man or a stranger just be like, yo, can I hit that joint? Like asking you, 
to hit your yeah. shit. You know what I'm saying? You can get the, you can get the end. So look, so look, I'm done. Player. So look, he was nah. I, I didn't even do that. I was it, the vibe was so dope, and I had like I take that back. I had ten because uh, Tay was with us. My wife was with us, so I had ten. Bro, the vibe was so crazy. I gave him one. He was like, "Yo, can, can I can I hit the drum?" I'm like, huh? You can't. Nah, I'm not smoking with you, but. You could smoke with me. You could take it. You know, you could yeah. smoke the joint on your own. This shit had to be fired up. You got. You just wanted to get them away from you. I gave right? three of them away. Um, I gave a dude one and two chicks. I mean, it, the it was the vibe, bro. Like everybody was vibing. Like it was. You know what I'm saying? Like like if, P. That was the P had it popping back. Then. Yeah, G. It was crazy. And you know, shout the master P for master P and the No Limit artists to sell out State Farm Arena in Atlanta. I'm talking about wall to wall packed. Yeah, I had the best time, like crazy, like concerts, man. They don't make concerts like them no more, man. He had the tanks out. He brought the tank out. All man. of that, listen, all of that. Silk G. Shocker was out there with him. Everybody, mystical, fiend, you name it. Uh, Mister Servon, Mac. You know, Mac just got out of jail. You know what I'm saying? He was popping. Me at X. It was crazy. For like this, bro. I would always love to see concerts like those. You know what I'm saying? And I was stoned. I'm a stoner. And he got the noodles, too. Listen, after smoking <laughs> this joint, them rap noodles be on fire right about now. Them chicken. What do you got? Yo, shout the Louisiana P, Louisiana gumbo noodles, I think. What do you got? Yo, I need them noodles. Pause. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't know if that was a pause, but it just sounded weird. <laughs> Yo, Jose, it just sounded weird. I ain't know if it was a pause. But the just, rap snacks, just too. To be, Yo, rap snacks was fire, too, though. Bring the smoke chips. We do a smoky flavor chip. So, so do stoners snack or eat? Like, pause. That just sounded weird. Do some, okay. This is what I'm trying to say because I'm starting to get high now. Um, do stoners and weed smokers prepare food the same way? As far as like, okay, so I'm gonna tell you what I do. You got I some stoner food habits, though. I give you that. I give you that. You kind of you like you know. With, the little garlic butter thing you got going, you know what I mean? Like, like I give you that, bro. Like, you got some stoner food habits. All right, so. The with, whole left side of the menu when we go to the restaurant. Okay, so. You know what I mean? Listen, I don't know. That's, that's a stoner I'm gonna moment. I'm going to tell people what I do. I'm going to tell people what it's I do. It's a stoner moment. Listen, and y'all could do this too. When you go I to Benihana. I gave up your secret. You did give up my secret. We got to put it out there now. When you go to Benihana, right? Everybody loves Benihana. I haven't heard not one person say, I don't like Benihana. When you go to Benihana, you have, of course, you have your meal. You may have some to leftovers. You know, right? So you say, yo, let me get an order of garlic butter to go. So <laughs> what they go do is they're going to ask you what size for the garlic butter. You know what I'm saying? So I get the, I don't know how big this is. It should look like a brick. Like, like you got like a brick that. of garlic butter. Yeah. And they put it in there. And so what I do is I take it home and I put it in the freezer for when I want to like make a meal or something. So, <laughs> so hold on, hold on. The Benihana chef so look, whenever so look, want to. So look, when it's time for me to make something, I know I want to make something good and I want that garlic butter. I go take the garlic butter out. It's easy to thaw out. Boom. I make tur- I can make some turkey burgers with the garlic butter. I can make some sauteed shrimp with but the garlic butter. It, the way you got it like sh- shrink wrapped down though. Because you don't, because you don't want the. Um, it looks like a brick. It do look like a brick, a brick. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what though, yo, it come in handy because like if you stay far from a Benihana, like no, I got it in the freezer. You just go thaw that thing out. Lobster tails. Listen, all of that. So that I mean, I ain't gonna front. Think about it, bro. If you want Benihanas, 
All you gotta do is go get the rice. Go to Club Inf and get the get the. I mean, you cut them up, crib. Yeah, Tay Hannes. We call it Tay Hannes. <laughs> yeah, cause yo Tay, she make a meme. Okay. But here's the thing, though, the garlic butter's already in the fridge, so we ain't gotta go nowhere. You just have all the ingredients. You got the cheat code. You know what I'm saying? And I'm gonna tell you this too. The way I eat, pause, because it just sounds crazy when I say that because of another dude. I don't know what. I, it just sounds crazy when I say it. So I'm going to say pause. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm talking about food. Mm-hmm. You know, I could see one of my homeboys taking that clip and just doing some stupid shit with it. But nah, real talk though. So I got to smoke. If I know I'm going to eat a good meal, if I'm going to one of my favorite restaurants like Carbone or Catch or Sushi Roku, something that's my favorite, it's, it's important I smoke before I go eat. I don't care if it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, late night, whatever it is, and I know it's gonna I know for a fact it's gonna be yeah. good. I gotta roll a joint. Right? Yeah. Now, I, I mean I am a fat boy at heart. I love to eat. You know what I'm saying? Food, pause. It just sounds yeah, that's crazy. when I take the edibles is when I'm about to eat a fat meal like that. So look, when you okay, so when you seen me I feel like the food tastes even better off the edibles. Okay, so when you where, where do we go? What restaurant we was at? Were you talking about? When you ate the whole left side of the fucking menu? <laughs> yeah. That was a catch. We had catch. We was at catch, yeah. I love catch. Your boy got us in there, slid us in there. I love catch. Your boy slid us in there. What do we have at catch? Bro. Wolf, what do we have at catch, G? I barely had anything. <laughs> you had whatever they had on the left side of the menu and washed it down with a big-ass chocolate, <laughs> some old chocolate explosion shit, something. That's you because know, you know what it is, Joe. At certain restaurants, sometimes you just gotta order everything and just sample everything. Gosh, I love catch man. Catch you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just think about the sides you don't order or the the appetizers you don't order, but are good but fire. When was that? Now when, I'm just when saying, we like we had every. No, nah, we, we did, but, but sometimes when you go to a restaurant, you don't order all the appetizers, but it's that one appetizer that Bro, just maybe fire. Bro, you did. I know I did. At catch, I did. Yeah, you did. And all the sides. Yeah. Yo, Jen, it, it was a movie in there. Yo, I'm telling you. like, Because you know what it is, though? It's just hella small, though. I don't put a budget it's on small. food. I don't put a budget on food. That's and true. and since I've been... I'll, I'll say I've been a stoner these last six years. Solid. Before that, I was just a weed smoker. So, you know, when I smoke, like I got to... when you left Denver. I would say, like, when you left Denver... When I left Denver. When you left, always going to Denver with the, uh, remember you had all them gigs in Denver? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you start smoking some real weed. Yeah, stop, stop, shout to Denver. Denver put me in the game. I'll say that. Denver did. Denver helped sure. put me in the game. Yep. My first time um, smoking a dab was in Denver. Crazy story. <laughs> Crazy story. But I'm not going to mention, I'm not going to say wow, who. Wow, hey. I'm not going to say who was with. I'm, I'm, I'm going to wait till. The the guest that we nah, have, I'm wait till he comes yeah, on that. to to do tell that. you that story. Cause I couldn't hear that that story right there. That's so classic. Yeah, that dab story. I wait for that because that was a movie. Oh, that's classic. But now you know Denver did help put me like get me introduced to it. You know what it was? It was a um, it was a cannabis. What what they what they used to have in Denver? Um, four twenty four twenty festival. Four twenty festival. Yeah. Um, I got booked for a gig at a dispensary. Mm-hmm. Okay, no, I take that back. Luda got booked for a show for one day. And then off of that, I went and got booked for four shows. Because so I was like, Cannabis Weekend? I'm not missing that. Yeah. So I got four shows out there. 
And then one dispensary was like, yo, come DJ, uh, like, you know, inside the store. I was like, bet. You know, I get to, and they was going to give me some, you know, give me some weed. So I'm like, bet, cool. So I see what's going on. I'm seeing like it's, it's vendors. It's all kind of cannabis, everything, everywhere. I'm like, this is dope. This is yeah. crazy right here that I'm seeing all this. Like every concert I went to, like people are just handing out weed every to like to they want you to sample yeah, Den- their products, Den- all of that. Denver's a vibe, man. Denver, it was a vibe. Den- Denver was ahead of the game with the extractions and, and all of that, bro. You know, I, I like their extractions. All of that. I was hooked from that weekend. I was hooked. Mm-hmm. The next week, the next year, I'm like, yo, y'all book me again because yeah. you know what I'm saying. Like the, the, the experience was crazy, and I'm gonna tell you this. I'm seeing thousands and thousands of people downtown Denver, no issues, yeah. no problems. Everybody cool as a motherfucker, just for damn near, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's when I was like, yo, you know what? I want to tap into this a little bit more, but you know, some just like some people that are watching maybe not know how. So I tapped in through the music, yeah. DJing. That was how I was able to you know, really tap into it. You know what I'm saying? Some some of the owners are progressive with their marketing and understand that they need, you know, somebody like you in there, you know, DJing to bring a whole nother crowd and create a whole nother vibe. Right. Some of them are that, you know, um, you know, ahead of the game to understand that. Facts. Those are clubs that survive or, you know, ones that have their, you know, a following. Like Hardeen, like you gotta look at what Hardeen's done, you know, and and having really every, you know, uh, artist or every or, listen i mean listen uh, i've never i've been to a, a million dispensaries before in the past but right now in las vegas shout out adam Hard- man shout out zach man adam, we love zach. Harding, man yeah man you know um what harding does for the culture is crazy right now i mean from from entertainment yeah. cannabis and then even their products they have the dope top of the line products too again if you land in las vegas don't go to the hotel yet. Go straight to Hardeen. And just trust me, you, you if, if you don't run into a celebrity bud tender, uh, you're going to have your favorite strand, your favorite edible, your favorite anything. Hell. Some good deals, some new products, you know what I mean? Yeah. Very professional. Like, hell, even my mom, I'm, staff. I'm going to um, Vegas in a couple of weeks. My mom's like, bring me some CBD lotion. <laughs> and the, if they got the oil, bring the oil. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's my mama. You feel me? So you know they got good quality products. Shout out to the whole team over there. You know what I'm saying? They definitely um show love and that's family over there. Real talk. You know what I'm saying? Your house, man, you ain't smoking, bro. I'm about to light it back up. I mean, is this is this stoner or a weed smoker? What is this? Does this does the stoner keep going? Or is I mean, does this that's a good question? Does the weed smoker take breaks? I don't never. I, I don't tap out. Huh? I, I don't. I, I don't. You have. I've before. ever tapped you have, you, out. You have before. When? I, you know, if it was, where it was we at? Some, yeah, where, where was we, we at? Where me. was we at? Where did I tap out? You tapped so out somewhere. Got, I remember it. Yeah, you tapped out. You tapped out somewhere. I just. I just, I just got to think about it. You have tapped out. Yeah, you gonna keep thinking. Huh? You gonna keep thinking? It's gonna come to me when it comes to me. I will bring it up. Please do. Hmm? Yo, Jen, real talk. He, let me think real quick. Hold on, so let, me, let, me, let me. All I gotta do is think That's about where it. Where they bro. put the little edit with the. Nah, I'm saying all I gotta do is think about it. I mean, I'm older too, though. So you know, I got. As you get older and you still smoking, you gotta think more. I think. What you think? Like how? Okay, because I since since I am getting older and I do smoke all the time. I consider myself a stoner. 
But as I get older, it's like it's like I gotta think way more. I do. What you think? I don't know about you talking about. Versus the older you versus the younger you. As far as just smoking and smoking habits. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot. I mean, I think that um, you know, when 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 we were younger and smoking it, you know, the weed was totally different. You know, it was so many different weed strains. Weed was out. totally different. You know what I mean? Ooh, ooh. De- depending on where you was at, you might have been smoking um, you know, <coughs> Reggie. You might have been smoking regular. <laughs> you might have been smoking um, you know, uh uh back Yo, I boogie. swear it was a it was a strain called Gans back in the day. Am I am I wrong? No, it was from Reggie. No, maybe maybe when I was in Detroit. No, when I was living in when I was living in Alabama, it was probably mm-hmm. no, hold on. I think so. He was on that Mexican brand. bro. It was like a name called Gans or something like that. <laughs> I don't know what that was. You definitely wasn't smoking no. Definitely smoking Alabama. Reggie in high school. I mean, I think everybody was smoking Reggie. Well, not y'all. Uh, Cali, shit, we had that good, you know. Shit, we had that light Yo, green. Let me ask you, we had that light I mean, green I, back then. I know why, but why is Cali no, like just known for the best weed, or cannabis? Period. Like, why is that? That's a great question. And, and, Climate. And, I mean, climbing is part Weather. of it. I think you gotta you gotta think about it. You know, um, California, we're known for the best weed, the, the best weed. But why is you know, it? Well, let me, let me tell you. Okay, you know, go ahead, go ahead. And specifically, mm-hmm. and I'm glad you asked that question. Okay. And specifically, Jose want to know too. And specifically, <laughs> specifically, the mm-hmm. Bay Area. The, let me let me you know the Bay Area. Elaborate, please. Uh, uh, the Triangle. When you go up to Humboldt. So we've always had, you know, some of the best genetics, some of the best growers. Why? Some of the best. I mean, that's just, you know, what one of the gifts that God, you know, gifted what? us with was 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 having a, a, a culture and, a, and a, um, you know, being ahead of the curve. But what makes y'all? We had the hippies there back in the day that brought a lot of strains with them. You know what I mean? I gotta give some claps to the, the hippies. The, the, the shit coming Shout from to the, the Colombians. You know what if mean? I grew up in the seventies or early sixties, I'd been, I'd probably been a hippie. Uh, and a lot of them went up to to Humboldt when they when they left San Francisco and in Oakland and all that. And you, you still ain't answered why though. I mean, I, I just like, told I, like, you, bro, we Mich- got the best genetics. I'm from Michigan. Our climate, like we got some, we got all kind of different climates. Like, what makes y'all climate? Better than everybody else, because I ain't gonna front. I've smoked the best weed in my you guys life. Get snow in, in where you come in, in in Lansing, right? Yeah, All right. That's part of it. Okay, but, <laughs> okay. You know, we, we you know we, we get cold weather, but we're not getting snow in California. Facts. Not not in 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 in, in Humboldt and, and facts, especially indoor and in wherever you're growing indoor. So, what makes y'all genetics so different from everybody else's? I mean, a, a lot of the powerhouse strains and a lot of the um, industry, you know, is uh, in shaking strains that have come out of the cannabis game have come out of the Bay Area. Right. You know what I mean? Um, we, we've we've been the forefront of the cannabis game for for a while. I think everybody knows that. So I, I tell everybody, like, if you can compete in California, you can compete and, anywhere. And not only that, not yeah. only that, but this, not only that, but this, but if you have some of the best weed coming out of California, yeah, and specifically the Bay Area, mm-hmm. to me, and again, hey man, this is open for discussion. Um, questionably, you got some of the best weed 
anywhere. If the best weed comes out of the Bay Area, yeah, and comes out of California, right? Then some of the best weed ever comes out of the Bay Area in California. So if you can shake shit up in 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 California, yeah, you could build a brand in the cannabis industry. I'm not gonna keep giving up the sauce, man. Nah, nah, nah. I feel like I'm not you gonna know, keep giving up the sauce. Nah, I mean, well, you know, I feel like you know certain people need to hear some of that. You know what I'm saying? Again, we 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 we're, we're a small percentage of information. Yeah. You know, it's a lot of you know it's a lot of companies out there, but it's not a lot like us. Yeah. You feel me? I mean, I think the information is here to share. You know, I mean, we're going to share share the information. I think that um, you know. Um, there is definitely a process and, um, you know, relationships and, and a bunch of other factors that go into it. It is a lot. You know, I mean, right. even, in, even in your industry, like, you yeah. know, you're able to call in favors and, and have things done just based off of, you know, you being around for so long. It's the same thing in the cannabis industry. Facts. You can't expect to just pop up, you know. Yeah. Hey, man, I'm going to start a brand. I mean, you, you at that point, you're like everybody else, you know. So it's about relationships just like in your industry too. Right. That's why I'm glad we put this together, man, because, you know, sometimes it's good to just, you know, talk about, you know, the um, the industry of cannabis, music, and, you know, leave it right there. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I feel like this is a great – I want. I'm glad we're doing this because I wanted to create an outlet where we could just talk about those things. You know what I'm saying? So they, they, go, they go hand in hand so well that I feel like, you know, it's, it's a perfect – it's like a perfect marriage to, you know, to what we're trying well, to do. Well, also, we just want to be able to let everybody get, get a chance to get the information and be able to decide even if they want to compete and, and get into the cannabis space and the cannabis industry. Right. You know what I mean? Right. Besides just trying to be fashionable and, um, you know, doing it because it's a thing to do. Exactly. So, what's another, um, what's one of your favorite strands? You talking about when we was younger? Um, when I when we were younger, man, I, I think that I mean everybody had Reggie when we was younger. Yeah, yeah, but that definitely wasn't one of my favorite strains to smoke. That's all we had. So <laughs> um, all we had was shit, Reggie. We, I mean, see, in Lansing, Michigan, we ain't had too many uh, options like that because we a small city. You know what I'm saying? We it was Reggie or nothing. <laughs> it, was, it was it. Yeah, man, we were spoiled, man. It was all type of shit, you know. White Widow, AK-47. White Widow. Uh, Big Bud, Alaskan Thunderfuck. I mean, it was all type of shit way back then, man. Alaskan what? Alaskan Thunderfuck, yeah. AK-47. Uh, what hybrid, type of strains, what, bro? What, like, it was all, I mean, was it was, the, uh, you got to think about it, like. The Thunderfuck and Indica, what was it? It was a, it like, was a hybrid, was it? but it oh, was, uh, was kind of uh, like a, like a, it was um like, Light green, kind of like an OG. You now you would think it was like an OG. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, got you. <laughs> oh, man, it was it was shit. We had shit back then. Like, I mean, that strains that was available, like you know, like in Humboldt and areas like that, where shit was green grown like that. Right. You know, that's that's part of the shit that separates us from you know Everybody other areas. Knows. Train wreck. You know, that was a strain back then. That was mm. crazy. You know. So it's like Northern California. I mean, of course, I know Northern California, Southern California is different. Yep. But is the same quality of cannabis from northern to southern like is around the south? I mean, there's good growers. That, I know, know, I know, but just for da- people that's watching. Yeah, I mean, there's good growers up and down northern and southern California. There's also good climates in southern California, too, as well as in, in 
you know, when you go up one-on-one to the triangle. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it's all relative, man. You know what I mean? It's like asking somebody why do grapes grow good in, in this rare place in, in fucking France that makes, you know, $2,000 bottles of wine. Right. Shit, it's a lot of factors. The right. soil that, you know, the microclimate, a bunch of shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So. Let me ask you one more question. And for those watching, I'm only asking him questions because, you know, again, he's been in this cannabis space for a long time. He's, you know, one of the top guys in this in the, in the business. Um, the company, Winter Circle Genetics, is... We doing all right, man. We doing all right. I'm, I'm, I'm giving too much props. A little <laughs> too much. Right. Hand claps! <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But now, you know, we got to salute those who, who are doing it big on hand. That's what we're going to do. For you know sure. what I'm saying? So now, like, um, you made me forget what I was about to say because you... Where was I going with that? Said you had another question, like you was. Um. Oh yeah, because I because the thing is, I don't want the people to be like, well, he's just asking. I'm asking high, questions man. because he's not. Nah, I'm high, but you're also more knowledgeable on this stuff. You know what I'm saying? So sometimes I might even want to know. Yeah, you feel me? Yep. And um, you made me forget again what I was what I was going to ask. Jose, you know what I was going to ask, Jen? You, right, y'all not even in my head. Right, pause. I just said pause, Jose, because it just sounded crazy. It's all good. Nah, it's all good though. It's all good. It's I, mean, all I, good. I don't know. We was uh, we was talking about um, um. I was just you know he was talking about getting up the information, and sometimes you just be gentlemen. asking questions to. We're high, ladies and gentlemen. You be right. asking questions just to fucking because like you. No, no, no. I want. I want. Yourself. I wanted to know something. It was something that I did, that I couldn't remember. I mean, something that I wanted to know. That I didn't know. I can't. I can't remember what it was though. And I say it for the next episode. It's all good. No worries. You feel me? I want to make sure. You, make sure y'all follow us, man. Follow us on all our social media platforms. Our Instagram. You can see it on the screen. Our Twitter. You know what I'm saying. Follow our YouTube page. You know. Um, run them views up. Run them likes up. Put some comments on there. You know. We uh. We'll, we'll definitely uh get back to you, man. Most definitely. And, you know, like I said, man, this is the Smoke With Me podcast. And, you know, this is where we, you know, talk about cannabis and culture and um, everything else that's going on. You know what I'm saying? And I will say this. I am high off of uh, this Birkin. That Birkin got you toasted. Yeah, I'm nice and toasted. Uh, you know, I usually uh, can remember. Remember, <laughs> remember I was saying the older me got to think more? Yeah. Now that I'm, you know what I'm saying, older and smoking, you know what I'm saying? No, so the younger you, you know, imagine if you were smoking that power shit like we were smoking, and you were smoking that Reggie. I need, but you know what though? I mean, when I started, when I did start smoking good, I was prepared for it most definitely. I mean, that's what stoners do, man. We 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 always graduate to the next level, and you know, and ready for whatever. That sounds high. Yeah, our producer Jennifer says, "Yeah, you sound high." <laughs> well, I mean, smoke with me. <laughs> Hand claps. Feel me? I go for. I just like hitting the hand claps. Nah, that shit sounds good. I like it too. I mean, you can say anything and hit the hand claps. It's like, yeah, no, don't do it. <laughs> just like, don't. Let me, let me think of look, some no, of look, the older strings. Look, she was like, don't hit the hand claps. <laughs> hey, Jim. Right. I'm, I'm gonna leave her alone because before she get on me after the show. Let me see some of the older strings. The mist. The mist was another good one. Um, you know, then that then that purple dropped. You know. That purple. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what y'all that call purple, it. You know what I mean? When that grand Oh, that dropped, perp. Yeah, yeah, when yeah, that yeah. that perp yeah. dropped, that grand day. That perp was definitely <sighs> hitting. Damn, bro. Definitely. I remember that. I remember that. 
I remember that. Nah, man, but Joe, you know what? I feel good about this first episode. You know why? It's been a long time coming. You know what I'm saying? It definitely has been. It's been a long time coming. I'm glad we got this first episode cracking. You know what I'm saying? Um, listen, it's going to be more to come. It's going it's to be more. We're going to have um, a lot of information. A lot of information. A few, a a few cheat codes. We're going to give up a few cheat codes. I mean, we got to. It's, you know, I'll give point, a few cheat codes up. We, we must educate. For sure. You know what I'm saying? And while smoking and educating at the same time, that's what the Smoke With Me podcast is. You feel me? It's definitely what we're about. You know what I mean? We're, we're going to have some special guests at some point, but, you know, we... Um, we're we're definitely about educating and and you know giving everybody access to the information and um, keeping it going. Yo, man, next episode, man, I don't need this Billy D. Williams voice. Man. <laughs> All right, yo, next episode, man, no Billy D. Man. All right. All right, yo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So uh, that was the Smoke with Me podcast. I go by the Wolf of Weed Street. This is DJ Infamous. <laughs> Nah, you know what it is, man. It's your boy DJ Infamous and my partner. Wolf of Reed Street. Yeah, this is Smoke With Me. Episode one, baby. Yeah. We out. We out.